Hello, this is Keniston, just jumping in to remind you that this episode is sponsored by Mouse Hunters Travel, specifically Kelly McGovern at Mouse Hunters Travel. She can plan your vacation all for free. Remember, in these unprecedented times, it is very important to know your vacation and know what is going to happen and have a plan just in case something goes awry. The perfect way to do this is through a travel agent. Kelly McGovern at Mouse Hunters Travel will plan your vacation even in these difficult times. Enjoy the episode! Hello and welcome to another episode of the My WDW Podcast, a podcast for tweens and teens and made by a teen and tweens. Hello everybody. I'm Jack McGovern. I'm her brother. He's going to be my he's going to be my special guest on this episode about what to pack and what to wear for Walt Disney World. Um before we begin, I'll have some questions for Jack as he is my guest. Uh first question. Um what is your favorite of the two uh Disney parks that you've been to? Well, in my two favorite would be my one favorite out of the two would be Walt Disney World, but interesting, I think they're both pretty good. Yeah, and uh, of all the rides you've been on, on in both parks, which one is your ultimate favorite? It's actually funny because my favorite is in Disneyland, and it's the Incredicoaster. It's really awesome. I really like it. Interesting. I thought that you'd say pirates. Guys, he loves the Pirates of the Caribbean rides. Um, let's get right on to the episode, shall we? Yeah, let's go. Um, first on our list of things to pack and wear for Walt Disney World is tops. As we all know, um, t-shirts are probably your best bet for a Disney park. They're versatile. They can go with many outfits. Uh, they come in very cool and lightweight colors and uh, sizes and uh, fabrics. That's the word I was looking for, fabrics. Uh, um, yeah, they come in like cotton, polyester. Yeah, you can get many different kinds, sizes, kinds, and shapes. You can even get designs on them like my favorites are the Star Wars because I'm a big Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. I wear one almost every day. Yep, he does. It's true. And I also have two Star Wars shirts. I have like a like a weird groovy '60s that's like a faceless Han oh, Solo yeah. and Chewie. It's real weird. And then we also I also have a like a rose gold Star Wars on a black background. Yeah, and these Disney designs you can get anywhere, not only in the parks. You can pick them up at ta- Target, Walmart. J.C. Penny Coles anywhere, anywhere practically. That makes them cheap and easy to obtain. The second on the list of tops would probably be a flannel or a button-down shirt. Uh, these are very useful for if you have a picture day. I remember I went to uh, Epcot one time, and I went to the Morocco Pavilion, and I got pictures of where I was wearing a yeah. blue flannel with the blue tiles. It was very, very pretty. Yeah, I, I can agree. They're also good for Disney bounding. Mm-hmm. You can pretty good, like pretty good characters. You can refer to episode thirteen for that. Yeah, pretty good episode. Make sure to check that one out. Um, last on our list of tops is a, a hoodie. 
these are also these are always very good because there's plenty of cold air coming off of the lakes in Walt Disney World and in California Disneyland and it can get really really cold at night. In fact, funny story, one time our mother went out and uh, had to buy like a a snuggie from the parks for oh. yeah, she was just so cold it was hilarious. It wasn't hilarious that she was cold, it was hilarious that she bought a big snuggie in the parks too. We we were on we were in Magic Kingdom. It was hilarious. No, but that's actually a really good really good idea because if you need to be to bring something else to be cool, that's a really good idea. Bring your own snuggies or blankets. That's a a really good idea in case you get cold in the parks. Word of warning though, they do get quite heavy to lug around as it does become really hot during the day, reaching temperatures up to like a hundred in the summertime. So watch out on that. Uh, if it's a half day and you're going from your arrive at the park at one and you stay till closing time, that's very good for bringing a heavier like a, a jacket that you're already wearing at, or a hoodie. Uh, moving on to bottoms, uh, shorts, cargo or otherwise. I know that uh, there's plenty of time. There's basketball shorts, uh, cargo, Bermuda. Jorts, jean shorts, um, yoga shorts, yoga pants shorts. I'm not a huge fan of like certain types of yoga pants, especially the ones that tear really easy. No, those are leggings. I'm thinking of leggings, not leggings. Tights. I'm thinking of tights. Uh, don't wear tights to a Disney park. Those are really uncomfortable and they slip. But yoga pants, yoga pants are very good. Those, and leggings, very, very breathable. And jeans, too. Jeans are pretty average. They look good with everything. Uh, some would argue that they don't look good with the jean jacket. Maybe. Maybe they don't. Um, but they're very versatile. They're very comfortable. And they're very wearable for any occasion. Disney Park. Yeah. Except for when you're at Victoria and Albert's. Mm. But you probably won't be going there if you're within the desired age range of this podcast. Yeah, because Vicky and Owls, as they call it, are very expensive, very expensive food. Um, Think for my $50 age. water. <laughs> so, you probably wouldn't be going there, but just walking around the park, personally, I like to wear just plain old jeans they're breathable and they're long and it's just better fits me. I wear them al almost every day and have a, mm -hmm. it's just really nice. That's all. There are certain like Old Navy pants are very, very breathable and very, very stretchable. And Old Navy is also quite inexpensive and they have a lot of good deals. So they are very useful. Uh, moving on, we have dresses. Um, my mother is actually going to be wearing a dress, planning on wearing a, like a little tutu for her next trip. Um, just, you know, it's fun. It's really pretty. Uh, wearing a dress, I would recommend wearing a light and breathable one, like a maxi or maybe a short, like not short skirt because that's too short, but like a like knee-high skirt for walking around so your legs are free, just as you would with pants, just so your legs are like. Uh, here, let me stop you. I heard that you, you say that they're too short. I'm not 
really a girl at all, but well, why would it be too short? If, if a skirt gets too short, then it's inappropriate. According to Disney or just according to you? According to... Don't wear a skirt that's too short because it's inappropriate. Okay. Um, something such as a maxi skirt, while adorable and pretty long, uh, also might be a little too heavy on your legs. So if something with a little more poof, or maybe a little bit more like shortness up to your knees, that would be cute. Um, skorts, which is a combination of shorts and skirts, very good. Um, I used to have a whole bunch of those when I was younger. I don't wear them as much now. I just wear jeans because they're more comfortable. But if you're maybe traveling with littles, or maybe you are a little, uh, skorts are a very good option. Uh, next, Jack, you would know a lot about this. Shoes? Oh, yeah. So the shoes I like to wear are regular sneakers, just like Adidas, uh, Nike, Puma, anything that you can find at regular shoe store. Target, New Balance, anywhere. You can find good shoes. Personally, I like Nikes because they just fit me better and they help when I walk around. But you can practically find anything. But if just don't bring flip-flops. If you bring flip-flops, they will break. Break as soon as you start wearing them. Like, I've gone through at least five pairs of flip-flops in the last year. And I don't wear flip-flops that often. But if you are traveling to a water park, you always, always want to bring uh, waterproof shoes just so you don't get germs on your feet when you walk around barefoot. And and for showers, too, yeah. if you're staying at a campground or maybe um, you're going to one of the Disney pools. They have yeah. pools at every resort. Um, mostly for campgrounds, as you will be walking around from the showers quite a bit. Even if you do bring an RV or travel trailer, you will want to bring shoes because the pools have showers near them. Um, What are some shoes that you should not be wearing at any cost? Well, I was talking about flip-flops, but if you're going to Victoria and Albert's or something very um, expensive or or nice like that, you're going to plan this fancy outfit with nice shoes. Make sure not to wear those shoes throughout the day, especially if it's a multi-day and you're only going to the park for that second half to go to your reservation. Do not wear those shoes the first half of the day. Your feet will get blisters. Uh, just to clarify, Vicky and Al's is in the Grand Floridian Resort. Uh, that is not that's on Disney property, but it is not in the Magic Kingdom. It's it's near the Magic Kingdom, but not within the park. It's still in within the boundaries of Disney World. It's a resort you can stay in at Disney World. It's the fanciest one, actually. It's just not a. Uh, it's not in one of the parks. Just to clarify. Yeah. So, so if you're in Disney the first half of the day, do not wear those shoes, those fancy shoes, for the second or for the first half of the day. You need to like pack them in your bag or something make sure you do not wear them for that first half only for the second when you have the reservation 
or hot tip if you do have a reservation for the last half of the day and you're going to parks for the first half of the day you can uh, if you're driving to place to place from by car then you can leave them in your car or you can stop at your hotel room first and then change shoes because uh, especially if your transportation doesn't include a whole lot of walking if it includes mostly walking then you might want to save your shoes for when you get there um, next item on our list is uh, accessories and other minor things to pack for the parks now I say minor but they can cause a major disturbance if you forget these things so make sure to bring them <coughs> first we would probably say at least two sets of swimsuits and other swim gear that means goggles floaties, uh, flippers if you're into that thing. Uh, I usually wouldn't suggest bringing your full-on swim gear, like if you do like diving things, like you throw those things into the pool and then you go catch them, or like big inflatable things. I'm not exactly sure if big inflatables are allowed in Disney pools, as they are shared by several other guests. I'm not sure, but I do know that it is very uh, rude and impolite and not very courteous to bring huge inflatables to a large shared pool. Another thing, if you, when you get your magic band, make sure to take it off when you go into the pool. It's waterproof, but whenever we go to a pool, we look at the bottom and we see tons of the uh, magic bands dotting the pool floor because people have forgotten to take them off and that is a very sad way to lose your magic band going to a pool and losing it so you better make sure to take your magic band off it's one of the rare occasions you want to take it off but you just got to make sure yeah um and though the cast members are often very kind and very polite about getting these back to you they're I mean, it's a little bit of an inconvenience for them, and it's also an inconvenience for you, so just make sure to either stash that by your stuff, or stash it back at the hotel, or stash it back at, no, you, you need the magic band to open the gate, yeah. so stash it by your stuff, or if there's a locker in the, by the pools, you can stash it there. Yeah, because when you lose your magic band, it's pretty, it's a big process to get it back, like... You have to buy a new one, then they give it to you, and you have to activate it. It's easier just to make sure you do not take, you make sure to take it off when you go into the pool and keep it with your stuff so you do not lose it at all costs. Mm -hmm. And on the note of swimming, it is also important to bring cover-ups as you get out of the pool. They help you dry off faster. They help so you don't have to walk back to your hotel room or, uh, campsite in some cases in a swimsuit uh, especially if you bring a two-piece that shows your midriff or back uh, next up is a belt just bring a belt you don't have to pull up your pants every five seconds uh, ladies there's always that like weird gap in the back sometimes of your pants when you sit down weird especially if they're new jeans and stiff jeans Make sure to bring a belt. Uh, it can also be useful if you're the kind of person that brings a fanny pack. 
I would not suggest bringing a fanny pack, but if you're the kind of person that does that, that can double as a belt. Sometimes. Maybe. Uh, next would be scrunchies and or hair ties. I know that scrunchies are all the rage and have been all the rage for the past couple of years, and were all the rage in the 90s and 80s. But uh, make sure to bring those and or hair ties depending on your hair type and preference. You're going to want to keep the hair out of the eyes, out of the face, and off the neck, especially if it's thick hair, like mine. Uh, on that note, ball cap. Oh yes, ball cap. Yes. So these, as well as t-shirts, come in all different sizes, kinds, and shapes. You can get different designs on them. My favorite is my Star Wars hat that I have. Mm -hmm. I wear it literally all the time. And it's just great because the sun's out of your eyes. If you wake up with bed head, you can just slap it over there after quickly moving it. It's It works out way better if you have thicker hair like like we do. So just ball caps are really helpful and really useful. And a really good place to store pins and buttons oh, yeah. from the parks. I have like a whole, almost a whole pin collection of on my hat. And it's just really cool because it has all these Star Wars designs. And you can go in the parks and find pins and, and buttons and store them on your hat. And it's a good way to store them and get lots of sun. So they work out perfectly. Mm-hmm. And uh, next is jewelry. I know that a lot of you out there might be thinking, what? But you just said, don't wear terribly nice things every day you go to the park. That's true. But when you do wear those nice clothings on picture days or whatnot, it's nice to throw in a little bit of jewelry or rings. Uh, make sure not to wear rings to the pool or water park, though. I think that should be a given, just as jewelry can get easily lost when you're swimming or when you're not paying attention. Just a tip. Uh, next is sunglasses. Oh my gosh. When I was a little kid, I would forget sunglasses every single time I went to the parks. And um, yeah, I would end up having a lot of pictures where I would have my eyes shut or squinting. These ones kind of go with ball caps because they keep the sun out of your eyes. But sometimes the ball caps don't work to get the sun out of your eyes. So when you put glasses on with the ball cap, it just works as a perfect duo. You can find glasses like anywhere. Target, dollar store. I get really good ones at dollar store, surprisingly. Like my brother, he uh, accidentally drops his and they break. Mine, I am literally able to throw them and they don't break. So dollar store, I really like those glasses. They're really strong. But if you are into those sort of like bougie, fancy sunglasses... Like, you know, the the Ray-Bans or whatever the kids are buying. The I'm just kidding. I'm a kid, too. This is what the whole podcast is about. But if you're into a sort of, like, more high-end sunglasses that are fancier, um, there are sev several sunglass shops in the Dis on the Disney property. There's one um, in the shopping district, the Disney Springs area. And there's also one in Adventureland that's kind of by the Adventureland Marketplace area. Uh, next would be a watch. Uh, so, um, you can get an Apple Watch, although they're quite pricey. You can get any other watch. I, we have some at Walmart for pretty cheap, 15 bucks maybe. They have pretty cool designs like Star Wars designs, Mickey Mouse designs. I have one that's Mickey Mouse and it's 
his arms are the arms of the clock, so mm-hmm. I really like that one. You can get them, I don't know, pretty much anywhere, just like any other, like, cool designs anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And they can be optional if you are bringing a phone, mm-hmm. but it's just nice to look down at your wrist. Uh, next would be bring pajamas to wear when you're sleeping, as you do with most pajamas. Um, they don't have to look pretty, some, but I do like mine. They're Star Wars, of course, but I I like all designs on my pajamas, even though they no one else will see them. You're on vacation, so honestly, it doesn't matter. I like wearing cool pajamas because I'm on vacation. I'm super excited. It's just one more fun thing to bring to make the experience better. And if you are um, if you are staying in a hotel, it might be nice to wear like super comfy pajamas because you are sleeping in an unfamiliar location. And hey, you might have to get up in the middle of the night and go to the vending machines for a snack or whatever. So. They might as well be cute, you know? Next would be um, that something nice I told you about earlier that uh, where, like, maybe bring a skirt or a tutu or uh, nice old navy pants with a nice button-down or something. Yeah, just it doesn't have to, be too, have to be too fancy. Like, if you're getting a picture day in front of the park, you don't want to bring some terrible-looking... I mean, I don't see how that's possible, but... You also don't want to bring a three-piece tux, because that would be crazy. Unless you're proposing to someone. And you shouldn't be proposing to someone if you are the target audience. Podcast for tweens about tweens. Yeah, but... Please don't propose to anyone. Usually button-downs would work perfectly if you just want that nice picture. If you want, you could bring a backpack or a bunch of necessities. Or a sweater. Yeah, sweater. Sweaters look good, like, almost on any occasion. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Um, actually, sweater, I might be wearing a cute blue sweater for Disney bounding as Cinderella. Very cute. And also, um, once again, be warned, summers can get really, really warm in California and Florida. So be warned about if you're wearing that something nice, make sure it's either short-sleeved or you will be wearing it for only part of the day. Um, next is underclothes. We don't really have to say much on this. Underoos, undershirts, whatnot. Preferably something lightweight, as you will be walking quite a bit. Next is phone. I really, I don't usually bring my phone places, but Disney is a great exception because they have a lot of things to do with your phone. Pictures is obviously one of them. My Disney Experience app. Yes, while you're in the line of queue of rides, you are able to play little games, which is really fun, and I really enjoy that. Around... Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the newish land they added. You can use your phone to unlock codes around the park. And, and that's really cool. For that, you can refer back to my episode about the Disney Play app. Oh, yes. I remember that episode as well. Um, next would be a backpack or similar bag to carry things around with. Um... Make sure not to bring something big like a diaper bag or a camera bag. That's just unwieldy and big. If you just want to bring a camera bag, Disney has their photo pass, which will take pictures for you. So you might want to just bring some small bag, like almost like a man purse, but not really. 
Not a fanny pack. Don't call it a man purse. It's just it's just a purse. Don't call it a fanny pack. Don't call it. They're called fanny. They're okay. The proper term is hip pack, but fanny packs aren't very hip, nor are they cool. I'm sorry. I'm really dragging on you guys who like wearing hip packs. I just don't find them aesthetically appealing, even though they are quite useful. So if you're the kind of person who wears those and carries them around, I mean, maybe the 80s thing works for you. No, but these backpacks, you can carry a lot in these. Like, if you want to have those nice clothes, you can carry them in there for later in the picture again. You can have some extra shoes to store in there. You could put pop them in. You don't have to worry about them. You could store your, your video camera in there, if that's the sort of thing you do. Your sunglasses, if you're on a ride. In, in most rides Disney has, there's a bag where you can put your loose items, such as your bag. So you could seal up your bag nice and tight. And you don't have to worry about it, because it'll be safe right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, next would be your mouse ears. Oh, yeah. We get ones every time we go, and they're pretty cool looking. This mm-hmm. time, we like to have the cool designs sometimes, just like Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse. Yeah, we have at That's least fun. five pairs. Yeah. One from Disneyland, one from Disney World. I have the Happily Ever After light-up ears. Mm-hmm. I have... Um, some, like, cheap mini mouse ears. I have, uh, a little tiny mini hat ears thing. I have so many, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, these are cool, because you can get them at the Disney parks, but the Disney store, which you can find scattered throughout America, anywhere, I don't really know. Mainly in larger cities, like New York and whatnot. There's actually one really close to the Disney park. That sells discounted Disney items. Yeah. Well, if you want discounted Disney items, there's always a twice upon a year sale, which they have, well, twice upon a year. It was, it's actually happening now. Please go to the Disney store. Yeah. They have pretty good deals there, actually. You can get really good stuff for pretty cheap. So I would suggest getting Mickey Mouse ears there or literally anything else that you want that's Disney. Um, next would be... Uh, Masks? I know, I know, I know. Pandemic. I know, I know, I know. But if you are visiting, while masks are mandated, and they are right now, um, they, um, they're, I know they can be kind of uncomfortable at times, but this is a good opportunity to tell you to please pack a comfortable mask. The Disney ones sold by the Disney company, very comfortable, very breathable. Um, they, they're, they got restrictions and stuff in place, so you can only eat while sitting down in the California park. You cannot eat on property and must keep your mask on at all times. So make sure to bring a comfortable one, take frequent breaks. There are rest stops, so use those to take those frequent breaks. Um, make sure to, um, wear a mask so they have very specific restrictions. You can't have any sort of holes or venting in your mask. You cannot wear one of those bandana ones. I think they're called alligator masks. I'm not oh, yeah. sure. Because it looks like an alligator. Um, you can't wear ones that do not cover your mouth, nose, or both. If you're not covering your mouth or your nose, then is it really a mask? <laughs> Unless you're the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> then it's just covering like... Scars. Um, next would be hand sanitizer. Back on that pandemic theme, 
it's really a good idea no matter if you're visiting this if you're listening to this in a yeah. in like 2025 or 2015 you just don't want germs you are being in a park that is visited by millions of people yearly both at the disney parks and the disney stores you can find really cool cases to put around your your um, hand sanitizer so it has like little mickey ears or the disney castle and i think those are really cool sometimes you can get the child grogu baby yoda Whatever you call mm-hmm. them, you can get that on your on your hand sanitizer. Once you're done with your hand sanitizer, you can keep that and put a new hand sanitizer in there. You don't have to throw away. They're reusable. So those That's are really cute. Cool. They also clip onto like your keys or your belt or you can put them in your backpack or anything. Yeah, going back to that belt, that backpack. Maybe put it on your key ring. Yeah. I don't know why you'd be needing your keys except for your van keys when you're at Disney Park because you're not... You're not going to your home or apartment unless you flew there. Then you don't. You're not using your own car. Oh well. Next would be uh, maybe hand wipes. Once again, millions of people visit. It's going to be very dirty. Lots of germs. Not just COVID germs. Also. Yeah. When you sit down at a table, you don't want to. You don't want to say you touch it, and then your little kid touches it, and then wipes their face, or you touch it because this is. Aiming they, towards tweens and teens. So you touch it, and you accidentally wipe your face out of habit. And then you just got germs all over your face. You, you get some wipes. You wipe the table down. Now, Sammy, we, we, As a counter to that, to do. many Disney cast members have very strict protocol on cleaning. I meant mostly in hotel rooms. I mean, yeah, that too, but... Hotel rooms as a rule no matter where you are, are just I mean, If you touch the gross. table, which has been touched by millions of people... Yeah, but the cast members like... clean it. Okay, but what... The people who do entertainment and everything best have just cleaned your table. But don't they clean the hotel rooms, too? Yeah, but hotel rooms are more difficult to clean in depth because that's a whole room slash mini apartment thingy as opposed to, like, I see a table point. and some chairs. Okay. Checkmate. <laughs> uh, next would be a water bottle. Oh, Bring yeah. a reusable right. water in bottle. And we're heading into the summer and spring. And in it's Florida. It's going to be really hot. In direct sun. There are some rides like the Slinky Dog Dash, the Incredicoaster. You um, have to wait. Sometimes Haunted Mansion. For 30 minutes at least in direct sunlight. Up you need to, to bring water. Up to... 80, 90, some odd minutes in a line. Also, um, one of the greatest defenses, besides all the stuff they're telling you, against the coronavirus, you gotta drink a lot of water. Stay hydrated. You won't get the Rona. So water bottles are actually really cool because we have these that that are sealant so they keep it cool. But they're also a really good place if you have stickers. We love putting stickers on ours so it just shows where you've been. It reminds us of all the Lego, the, the, the things that we've been to in the Star Wars stuff. There's plenty of places to buy stickers and pennies and all sorts of little gizmos and gadgets, but one of the best is stickers that you can place them on your water bottle and whatnot. Yeah, I agree. Um, and make sure to bring a water bottle that is big enough 
to hold lots of water, but also small enough to fit in a backpack or just to carry around. Yeah, because you don't want to carry all this stuff around. It's too heavy. It's just going to weigh you down. That's not really fun in a Disney park now, is it? Yep, so you're right. make sure that you bring not too big of things, but not too small to where you're going to only drink all of it in one day. So well, try to make sure... You gotta make sure to drink several bottles full of water. I mean, yeah, but you don't want to drink it all in one sitting because I understand what you mean. Like those miniature water bottle by like Nestle or whatever, I can literally drink those tiny baby bottles that taste like plastic. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to bring that small. You want to bring something, something more like sixteen ounce or something. Yeah, and don't bring like a plastic like. Like a like a disposable water bottle oh, to yeah. refill throughout the parks. That's they so don't nasty. they don't keep your water cold. They taste like plastic, and they're not very good to use. And they're very they're not very uh, versatile. Make sure to bring a metal or plastic water bottle, and don't bring one that can easily get moldy, because that can get you sick. Oh yeah. And sick in Disney Park is no good. They're gonna check your temperature, which they do, and. They're gonna, they're gonna tell you, you can't go because it's gonna be, you're gonna be, feel not good and you'll you'll show sim- show symptoms and you just won't be able to go. It it will not be fun if you're sick. Mm-hmm. Symptoms of a mold allergy are very close to symptoms of the COVID. Side but note, not of the COVID. It's also a good idea to quarantine before your Disney trip and so after. You do not get COVID right before you go. Or right after. Really be sad. Mm-hmm. Imagine canceling your whole trip be- just because of one little thing. Yeah. So, uh, stay safe. That's all. Next is a charging bank and a cord. This goes back to that phone thing and also that uh, watch thing. Because if you have a phone, you don't want it to die halfway through you being at a Disney park. Or you don't want it to die halfway through, like... You're trying to email your family pictures so they know how your vacation's going. Or making a reservation. Yeah, you don't want it to die right in the middle of your reservation. That's sad. And if you rely on your phone for a watch, then your phone would die halfway through. And you wouldn't be able to see when your reservation is, when your boarding pass is ready for uh, Rise of the Resistance. You wouldn't be able to see many things if your phone's dead so Mm -hmm. that's why the charging bank and the charging cord yep be really useful throughout the park and you can buy power banks within the parks as well as you can buy cords but that's for 30 to 40 dollars for all of them you can find them regularly at target walmart amazon and they do have a system in the parks where there's machines all around the parks where you can take a power bank and you can put it into the machine or you can buy a power bank from the machine that's fully charged, and then when that dies, you can put it back into the machine and get a fresh one. It's good, but it's not really worth your money. Yeah. Especially uh, if you're scared of COVID. Yeah. Next is ibuprofen and other medications. Uh, ibuprofen is good for headaches and other ouchies. Yeah, other medication would be good, like Allegra, if you, mm-hmm. if you have allergies usually throughout the day then allegra would be perfect to help that or any vitamins like vitamin c d vitamin d is what you're going to be getting walking around in the sun but if you want to be safe from 
more safe from COVID, then vitamin C or D pills would really help. So, yep. or if you have some sort of um, a disability, uh, or some sort of I don't want to say issue because that's but it's something you need to take care of, like anxiety or something along that vein. It's good to have your meds with you because being in a different environment and not taking your medication is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Uh, next is chapstick. Oh, yeah. Whew, boy, you will be in the sun a lot. You will... Yeah, this kind of, go, kind of goes along with water. Because if you don't have enough water, you just have those baby bottles, you're going you're gonna to be really dry. And if you... If you happen to bring a small thing of water, then if you have chapstick, that would really help you, just so you're not dry throughout the day. But if you forget that, then whew, you're going to be really dry. Yep. Be um, next is, if you're into this sort of thing, makeup. I know there's a lot of people, especially younger people on the younger spectrum between uh, 10 to 12, who yeah. aren't really that into makeup. This kind of goes along with jewelry, right? Yeah, it makes sense if it's not the sort of thing that you would wear or be into. You know, it's fine. But uh, if you do like wearing makeup, make sure to bring something that is sweat-proof, waterproof. I actually made a fool of myself once by wearing lots and lots of eyeliner to a Disney park. Because when you're 12, you don't really know how much is too much. Uh, and I also had, like, purple hair chalk. I was a, a, a mess. Um, but make sure to keep makeup light. Remember, you're going to be sweating so much. You're going to be in a whole lot of pictures. Um, next is sunscreen. I know a lot of people nowadays are making sunscreen a part of their daily self-care routine. Good. Very yeah. good. You're going to be needing that. Especially... Yeah, this, is, this goes along with any other thing like sunglasses or hat. This is Florida near summer. You're going to mm -hmm. need... To, to not burn up in the middle of a day in the Disney parks. You do not want that. That would ruin your trip. It will. And also, um, if you're going to need a very, very high SPF for the sunscreen just because it's, it's Florida. There's going to be a lot of sun. Yes. Get like a 50 SPF. Uh, next is metal straws. Uh, the Disney parks have been, I said in my last episode, they've been making a policy that they are only going to be offering paper straws for no, the environment, yes. except for at the Earl of Sandwich, where, they, where they're using plastic straws. But shh, don't tell Disney that. They probably already know. Um, paper straws, in my opinion, don't taste great. I mean, you're putting your mouth on them and soak, sucking up your beverage through them, so they don't taste great. Um, p things generally don't taste great when they're uh, drank or eaten through paper, in my opinion. Another thing, they don't always have to be metal. You could bring plastic straws. You could bring, I mean, you could bring ones that I'll come in a package. Try not to throw away your plastic straws in Animal Kingdom, though. There are a whole lot yeah. of animals... That that's actually a valid reason to use to use paper straws, in my opinion. But I I personally wouldn't worry about anim or anything in in any other part besides Animal Kingdom because I don't see who it would be uh, hurting. 
to use plastic straws. I personally would use metal straws. Yeah. Any straws would work for me if they're not paper. That's what that's what I believe. Y- yep. Uh, next is your wallet. Oh, um, yeah. Especially if you, um, since this podcast is aimed towards children, a lot of kids don't have their wallets, their bank accounts um, up or hooked up to uh, a like a magic band. Mm-hmm. Most banks don't allow children under 13 or many banks don't allow children under 13 to uh, apply for a bank account. That includes you, Jack. Mm-hmm. Almost. Couple months. He's getting there. But you're not going to be 13 when our next Disney trip is. I know. Just a couple months, though. And mm-hmm. I'll be able to have a real bank account. But for now, we need to use cash. And cash. I can store that cash in my wallet. And if I lose that wallet, it will be the end of me. What you could do is you could put all your money into a... Um, a gift card for Disney? Yeah, that would work. And you just have one And card. then you have one card to spend the entire time. It's kind of like having a bank account, but only for Disney. Yeah. Little hack. It also has, um, if you're staying off property, it can have your room key. It can also have mm-hmm. pennies, nickels, and dimes if you need cash. Um, pennies and quarters are especially important if you're getting squish pennies. Oh, yeah. Please refer to my, um episode about inexpensive souvenirs for that um squish pennies i mean next is earbuds but only for your trip there and back yeah please make sure not to wear earbuds or anything in the disney park yeah the disney park even on main street has really really nice music i really like it because on spotify or or anywhere else i believe you could find disney parks music and I really like it. Yeah, I don't see why you should wear earbuds. I've seen people do it, and I don't no. see how you... For travel, I think it would work. May I offer an ex- um, an excuse for people to wear earbuds? Okay. A valid one? A reason? Uh-huh. There's uh, such thing as, first of all, podcasts that offer walking tours. Yeah. Not this one, but I know there are others. And there's also walking tours that you can download from other places of Disney okay. World. Yeah, I see that. But, I don't know. I just don't don't see why you would want to listen to music. Well, I know music. Maybe if, like, if you have auditory issues. Yeah. And, or autism, or anxiety, or something like that. That is also a valid reason to wear earbuds. Um, if you just can't handle the noise of crowds, or loud noises. Yeah. You could also invest in some earplugs. Oh, yeah. Um... If you don't want to hear anything, that's or some noise-canceling headphones. Yeah, those would always work. But back to earbuds. Those ones are good for travel because yeah. if you want to listen to music or podcasts like this one on the way to your next Disney trip, if you take car or plane, it would work either way if you download this the music slash podcasts. But mm-hmm. they're just really good ideas to pass the time. Yep. Um, next up is pins. Oh, yeah, pins. Yeah, she t- didn't you talk about that one in one of your episodes? I'm not exactly sure. Um, what yeah. are your favorite pins? I like the Star Wars pins because I'm a really big Star Wars fan. And are you dead? <laughs> yeah, at the Twice Upon a Year sale at Diz- the Disney store, I believe they had some pretty cheap pins there. That were Star Wars themed. 
but sometimes you can get uh, pins that are in a collection that you could use to trade away. Trading away pins would get you more pins that look really cool, or you could get specialty pins. Yep, you can also get cast member exclusive pins. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you can get them from special events, like like one time my brother traded away one of his random pins that he didn't want for a specialty like food and wine festival pin. So oh that was really yeah, cool. he also got a yacht club one. Yeah. So it's a really fun way to trade, and there you could purchase them. Like I said, at the uh, the Toys of Plenty Year sale, they're pretty cheap there. You could just purchase them and trade them away, and it's just a fun thing to do. Or if you don't want to purchase them, you could, if you already have some, you could trade those away. Or it's just, I don't know, a fun thing to do in the parks. That was, yeah, that was really good. Um, I like, uh, I have a lot of princess pins. I have a collection mm -hmm. of them. I also love... Um, seasonal ones so you can remember what time oh, of yeah. year you were at disney and sometimes they have collections that are not in that they're not con currently making anymore mm -hmm. like they made a duffy the disney bear yep they made a couple of those and me and my me and my sister we we found a couple we started a collection just of the duffy disney bear collection and now we have like i don't know 17 of them it's and crazy. It's really cool. Um, I think that was our last one on the list. Yeah. Jack, was there any ending things you'd like to say to the listeners? No, I think that's all. Thank you. Okay. Um, this has been another episode of the My WDW podcast. Uh, make sure to uh, make sure to follow us on all my, most social media, uh, Facebook. Not sure what others. Mostly Facebook. Yeah, that's your account. Uh, no, there's no Instagram. Um, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. Anchor, Spotify. Make sure to follow us on Spotify. Make sure to recommend the podcast to as many friends as possible so they can hear my voice and potentially the voices of others. And also, plenty of great tips and little insightful tidbits about the Disney parks. Um, this is. Kenneston McGovern, episode 14, signing off, and I'll see you real soon. Goodbye. Bye.